I'm going to ask you real quick. Uh, would you rather have fingers as long as your toes or toes as long as your fingers? Mm. You're choosing today to live your best life. What's good, everybody? This is episode number eight, and I'm coming to you live from Discover Nutrition in Dover. This is an Herbalife club run by Mr. Robert Vogel, who I got right here in front of me, and we're going to take about five, ten minutes and just dish it out real quick. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Rob. Uh, hi, guys. My name is Rob Vogel. Um, I'm an active world team member with Herbalife International. Uh, my job is basically helping people change their lives um, through health and nutrition, fitness when need be. I'm going to accomplished Spartan trifecta athlete. I, um, you know, run this business around my son, full-time dad mode, and uh, I love it. Got you. So we like to start off kind of light, and uh, so I'm going to ask you real quick. Uh, would you rather have fingers as long as your toes or toes as long as your fingers? Mm. I'm going to go with the toes as long as my fingers so that I could hang upside down like a sloth. And... Most people pick that one so yeah. they could have like the monkey effect. Yeah, I really don't see a benefit in having fingers as long as my toes. But just because they're as long as your fingers, does that mean they're still, like, you know, usable? Well, yeah, my toes have as many knuckles as my fingers do. Don't they only have one? Hang on. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. But still, I believe I could at least grab a tree or maybe pick up That's something fair. off the floor. So I hear you a sea hanging from a tree. Now I'm going to so, be thinking about that for the rest of the day. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> so... Uh, Rob runs a Discover uh, Nutrition or the Discover Nutrition Club here in Dover, uh, located over on Gateway Boulevard near the Food Lion on Lebanon Road. And um, if you're not from Delaware, that means nothing to you. Um, but he basically has a bar, uh, just like any old bar, but instead of crazy drinks, he has shakes and teas and snacks and bars and you know stuff that doesn't kill you instead makes you better and i've been coming here for about a year and a half yeah about something about like right. that. um and you know i could have bought my products and saved myself probably half the money but yet i still come in here every single day because he loves the atmosphere yeah it's my family is my people now that's one thing i really want to hit on there's a lot of people out there that um definitely want to get started in fitness and i think i think it's probably one of the biggest turnover rates with almost anything is, you know, I want to lose weight. I want to get in the gym. What do you think separates somebody that actually takes that step toward everyday fitness, making themselves better every single day fitness wise, and those who just say they're going to do it for years and years and years? Um, the biggest difference is understanding that what you're engaging in is not going to be a quick fix or a temporary change or a diet, if you will. There's a lot of fad diets, like I'm not going to brand smash, but you know, a lot of people doing Shmito. Uh, rhymes with Shmito dieting. Which, which it's 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 something that rhymes with Shmito, but I can't just throw it out there. Well, like no, that's that. fine. But, can, but well, what's rhymes with Shmito? What, what's that diet specifically? If you don't mind me asking, I don't want to throw the names out there. No, it's fine. Uh, You'll tell me afterwards because I don't I don't even know what that is. So how do you get someone over that hump? Is that something you can get them over? Oh, the, absolutely. Because what we do here, um, the main thing is creating a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in in giving someone a crash diet so they can lose 20 pounds just to gain the same 20 pounds and I can help them lose it again. I want you to create a healthy and active lifestyle. And that's where it really comes in. Once you start to engage in that and you feel how great it makes you feel, it outweighs 
the the tastes of the bad food for the long term feeling of living a healthy and active lifestyle. So living a healthy, active, happy life doesn't necessarily have to start with you, you don't have them focus on the weight loss. You have them focus on the actual lifestyle. Change. Absolutely. And we the weight them, loss follows. Yeah, if we, needed. We have them we, we really break it down here and make them understand all the ins and outs of their body, what's important to look at and what's what's not important. And to be honest with you, the least important thing is the number that the scale portrays. Mm-hmm. That number is is so different for each person based on your body mass index and based on how much muscle you carry around. Well, it's very analog. It's very it's it's one side of the spectrum. Right. There's no set. Oh, if you're five eleven, you need to be one sixty. That's not true. A lot of you know old school doctors' offices go off that, but that's not true because you see those guys, those Olympic athletes, or even professional football players. Mm. You know, at six <laughs> feet tall, those guys are are two hundred and forty pounds, but they're solid rock. <laughs> they're obese. <laughs> they're, uh, <laughs> Technically, on, they're obese. On any measure, they're <laughs> obese. If you you do yeah. a height to weight ratio they're absolutely obese but we focus on the body fat percentage which is an even number that you can you can you know put across the playing field mm-hmm. and everyone has a healthy body fat percentage that they should should look to be in well i remember i was lifting at my heaviest when i was deployed i i got to about 20208 and at six foot tall they told me i was obese yep 100 i just kind of look at the doctor like i'm i'm a, i'm what and when i say i was at my biggest i was lifting like twice a day because i was in afghanistan right. what, what else, else do you do right. look at sand so <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's definitely, do you think that's something that's going to change at all that they're going to shift that around? Because I do see that people hear that from their doctor and I would love to see that change. And I would also like, honestly, and, and we are, our nutrition club is by the air force base here in Dover. And the reason we selected the area as close as we could get to the air force base, because coming into this business, several of my friends were kicked out of the military when they really tightened up the, the, the belt on the whole fitness, you know what I mean, fitness testing, PT testing every year that has to be done. And one of the things that the military, Air Force specifically does is, is measure your bust line, but measure your waistline. Mm-hmm. And that's also an unfair measurement. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. You know, if a guy is running his mile time, doing his push-ups and sit-ups, it shouldn't matter what size his, yeah. his uniform is, you know. And on the other side of the spectrum, I am naturally have an athletic physique. I could probably gain 50 pounds and still pass yeah. The waist exam. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There are some guys that are shaped like like you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like Homer Simpson. Homer <laughs> Simpson. <laughs> so uh, what is the – so uh, the tagline on this is, you know, the first step towards your better life. What is – in fitness at least, what would you say is that first step? What do you see? Because I'm sure you see people that come in and out of your door for six months to a year, two years even, and are just always kind of on the fence about it. What finally happens to get them get over – get them to jump over the fence and come onto the side of living a healthy, active lifestyle? Well, see, that's a tricky one because I've helped so many people now and I've noticed that everyone has a different um, trigger. Okay. Some people, it's the support, right? Like we, we're coaches here. We help people. We'll text you every morning and say, hey, have you had your shake today? You know what I mean? What are you having for dinner? To your stalkers. Kind of right. Yeah, we, we, we Instagram stalk you and you know <laughs> sit outside your window with small cameras to make sure that you're eating. Do you at least play music for them and throw rocks at the no, windows? Um, only you. Aww. So the other thing, the other, you know, another one is um, challenges. Some people really are triggered by a challenge and we, we run different obstacle course races. We run um, weight loss challenges here. And there's a lot of people who have been able to get through a plateau by engaging in actual competition. You know, a lot of like ex-athletes and things like that. Well, like the Savage Race and the Spartan Race. Exactly. We'll get, we'll, they'll get, you know, that's the, the 
thing that they're working towards. So once you put that landmark on there, you know, and that's another one is having something to work toward. For me, um, losing the weight was was triggered when I became a father because mm -hmm. my son just just the thought of not being able to go out and play football or run around with him was was too motivating for me to stay obese where I was. Mm -hmm. And like I said, everybody has a different trigger, but the the overarching thing is is the mindset. You have to have the mindset that you want this thing and that you want it more than you want a cheeseburger or a, a donut with sprinkles on it. And, and You're making me hungry. <laughs> but you, you just – you have to want it, man. And you have to, to understand that it's consistency and it's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And it's way better. It's way more gratifying than anything I've ever eaten, anything I've ever consumed, drank. And I'm not here to tell you that, that we're robots and that we never – eat cheat meals. I mean, I just had pizza on Saturday night, but I eat clean all week long to enjoy myself mm. one night a week, you know. Well, I'm going to go on a limb and say you are an android. Let's go back okay. to the uh, the uh, races. Can you explain back in May, uh, April and May, mm -hmm. uh, the adventure that you put mm -hmm. your – or um, torture chamber that you put your body into for that month would you mind explaining that well you were there with us for, for oh, most, most of it, of it most but but still you did the full thing can you can you explain exactly what you yeah did? so we decided we and we run on some obstacle course races like i said i'm very passionate about those as an adult you you lose sight of reasons why you work out and you you know you're in the gym every day or you're at the park every day and you think to yourself man there's nothing for me to work toward anymore now that you're not playing a sport or mm -hmm. whatever so for me that was doing obstacle course races and I started to train to become better at those endurance style lifting endurance running so we run a Spartan trifecta every year which consists of a, a small Spartan race from three to five miles and it has about 25 obstacles uh, it's called a Spartan sprint obstacles and then a <laughs> good medium, old obstacles. Good old <laughs> and then a medium sized one called a Spartan super that one's eight or five to eight miles I mm -hmm. believe five to nine miles they usually end up being eight miles and, and it's about yeah they're always you know, 8.2 miles if they say they're eight. Um, and about 30 obstacles. And then a Spartan Beast, which is 13 miles and about 30 obstacles. Half marathon for people. Right. And if you run all three of them in a calendar year, you complete what's called a Spartan Trifecta. And then there's also a race we run called a Savage Race, uh, which is a, it's like a Spartan. It's a little bit more lax. There's no punishment for failing obstacles. It's more, it's more fun, I would say, and it's a great entry-level one. That's where we always try to get people started. Um, the Savage Race is about seven miles, and there's a smaller Savage Race. It's called a Blitz, about three miles. So we looked at the calendar, and it just so happened that near us here in Dover, Delaware, was a Spartan Beast in New Jersey on one weekend. The following weekend was both Savage Races in Kennedyville, Maryland on Saturday and Sunday. And the following weekend in Fayetteville, New Jersey, was two Spartan Races, a Super and a Sprint. So in a 15-day span, um, we traversed over 100 miles or no, 100 obstacles and 40 plus miles of obstacle course terrain to complete our Spartan Trifecta and Savage Syndicate in 15 days. And it was grueling. Sure. I mean, without the nutrition that I have, without the Herbalife products, the rebuild and the restore to, to help my muscle recovery, there was no chance that I was getting through that. And it, it did take me a, a week or two after running them all, you know, because I'm old now, you know. You, oh, you age yeah. tremendously after having a kid. So I'm 35, but you know I have had a kid for six years. So carry the one. I'm like 70, mm -hmm. 73 about. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. My knees are about 64, so I'm I'm up there with you. So fitness and and that's that's 40 miles in in the course of two or three weeks. That's stupid, and that can seem like a mountain that some people listening are like, I'll never get to that point. What was your you said what your wake-up call was, but can you even imagine going back to the lifestyle you used to live? Not, not a chance. I would never trade this lifestyle for that lifestyle. 
And I never would would have sat here five years ago and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the guy that runs the Spartan races. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still a little befuddling to me when people look at me like this this athlete or this trainer and they ask me for advice on fitness because I grew up a fat kid. Like my whole life I was the fat kid. Mm-hmm. I played sports and they nicknamed me Doughboy and they would poke me <laughs> in the stomach. And if I didn't say hoo-hoo, they would continue to poke me in the stomach. So I'm telling you, Zach, until I lost the weight, this was never even on my calendar. Zach's crying now. For those of you, those of you listening in, Zach is crying. I'm gonna poke you he's in the la- stomach every time I see. <laughs> he's you're gonna get break your finger on my rock hard abs. He he's you he never heard that story. That's before. the saddest thing I've ever heard. I know. Thanks for laughing at my misery. I'm oh, gonna it's go. Okay. I'm gonna go home and cry myself to sleep. Thank you very much. Woo-hoo. No, but honestly, and and a lot of people think it. Well, that could never be me. I would never want to do that. But I've seen dozens of people now make that same mindset transformation, and it all starts with nutrition. It's eighty percent nutrition, twenty percent fitness. So don't get it. You know, misconstrued listening to this podcast thinking this is all about the working out. I lost my weight exclusively through changing my diet and my nutrition and committing to that. And then after losing 42 pounds, I felt good. I felt like I could do more things. I had more hours in my day because I didn't need to sleep as much. I wasn't as lethargic. I started making a commitment to go to the gym a little bit here and there. I started running, um, still trying to find a way to make that fun, but I do it because <laughs> You can't not when you're now, trying to do the races. Now, talking about the diet, that can sometimes be the most uh, – like for me, I've always loved being active. I've always loved running. I've always loved tackling. I've always loved hitting, doing whatever sport – whatever that sport entailed. Like I did the Spartan races with you. Um, the diet has always been the hardest part for me. I just love to eat. Is it something where someone has – and I've talked about this on another podcast I think three episodes ago, you know, taking one step at a time. You yep. don't have to make that full jump. Yep. Is the diet something where you can decide, okay, I'm only going to have my cheat days on the weekends yep. or, okay, I'm only going to eat out twice a week? Is it something you have to dive full all the way into or is it something you can go meal by meal and grow? No, I, I recommend the first way that you said that, the, the step by step and coaching people through it depending on what kind of lifestyle they're coming from versus what I, I would like them to live so they could live their best life. Plug. Plug. Shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> it's you know one step at a time so someone who's coming off of eating out five or six days a week i can't ask them to cut back to just one you know well it's not um, just health it's also finance yeah <laughs> and when you do expensive. this you know you hear all the time too that's another point i want to make on here that you know eating healthy and living healthy is expensive but it's not um the it's lifestyle that eating out every day yeah. yeah the lifestyle that you're living right now is is ultra expensive even stops off at, at, at wawa or like a gas station really add up you don't think about it because you're only spending five or ten dollars inside the gas station but you do that five or ten times a week and now look you've spent over a hundred dollars Wawa's low key expensive Wawa is high key expensive AF (laughs) AF stands for also functioning for those of you guys listening it's also okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, one step at a time. Um, when I first started to lose weight, all I did was I was a bartender at the time, and I just I started by just doing a, a shake, an Herbalife shake for breakfast, and that was all I was willing to commit to. But at the time, that was trading in ESPN Sports Center for breakfast for a shake for breakfast. So my body got the vitamins, nutrients, and was then my metabolism was boosted much earlier in the day, and I was taking in a lot more vitamins than I ever had, and that really gave me the energy yeah. and and wanting to do it more and for those of you parents out there man it's so much easier like i can't imagine cooking all the food that i would need to cook to eat the way i need to eat and get my six-year-old to school you know i'm a single dad so getting him everywhere um running my business everything that i do in the course of a day 
is is made possible by the ease of the healthy nutrition that I engage in. Can you get that? He's good. Adam's gonna grab it. <laughs> um, I, no, I mean I had the I had the certification in personal training there for a little bit, and that was honestly one of the first things I had ever said whenever. I, and obviously, you know a ton more than I do. You've done it for so much longer than I ever did. But that was my first step as well with anyone joining in. Just hey, your breakfast because most people don't even eat breakfast. No. So most that, important meal of the day, and we screw it up in America. Yeah, either we skip it or we eat something super so, sugary and <laughs> or super so, fatty, or super fatty. Um, and and then at, at dinner time, we're eating really what kind of stuff we should be eating at breakfast, like mm-hmm. high carbs and and proteins and stuff like that. And we just we ignore it here. And and going in with the first step, I mean, I had started them off. You know, if you weren't eating breakfast, just hey, when you wake up, have a glass of water and a glass of milk. Just get something in your body to. To get your, like you say, get your metabolism mm-hmm. started. And a shake is a perfect option. That's yeah. what I've gotten to where I wake up and I have a shake every morning. Every day. Um, so it, it definitely, it gets your it gets your energy started. It gets your mind going. It, so when you walk into work, you're not and it's still easy. asleep. It's so, so easy. easy. Exactly. And it gets your, it, honestly, and when it comes down to just living your best life, it gets your day started off with a win. Uh, there's a book called Make Your Bed that's all about literally when you get up out of bed, go and make your bed. Because in your mind, you're like, okay, I already won my first challenge of the day. I did the first thing I didn't want to do. Read that book. Practice that it, every time. Ex- ten, I get 10 wins before I walk out the door. Ex- that's Perfect. And that's one of them. Mm-hmm. It's just getting something in your body, allowing your body to start functioning. Your body literally doesn't even start. It, it, people are like, well, I don't get hungry till lunch. Have breakfast and I promise you're going to be starving by lunch because your body actually gets rolling. Your metabolism starts. Your mind starts functioning. Everything starts rolling along. Because mm-hmm. um, I understand. I've had mornings where I don't eat breakfast and by lunch I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm kind of hungry. Like, Because your body just hasn't even gotten started yet. Yeah. And um, the point you made about having the personal training certificates, I've, I have them and I don't use them anymore because I get such better results coaching people through nutrition and getting mm-hmm. them set up on nutrition plans yeah. because I can control that a lot more. I can make sure that you're eating the right thing. So then on the days that you don't work out or so, I mean, when you're a personal trainer, I'm sure people would cancel all the time. All the, the time. First thing that comes That's up, why I hate you know it. what I mean? Like, oh, I'm tired. I can't do this. But if you are still eating the right way, you're still going to continue to take those baby steps. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're going to get like a six pack and shredded from eating right. Like Wait, obviously, obviously there are ways that there are, there are goals that people have that, that working out is important. Mm-hmm. However, weight loss feeling great, living your best life can be completely controlled by what you put in your mouth. And going off that with your diet, it's, you would say definitely get your diet under control before you get it. You have to. You're wasting your money and your time in the gym if you're not going to fuel your body properly. So outside of fitness and just into life, let's finish off there. You're a big goal setter. Oh, 100%. You're a huge goal setter. What is a, what is a big goal, if you wouldn't mind sharing, that you have personally in your life for the next two or three years? Is there anything you have your sights set on right now? Um, a checkpoint in life. Like for, as far as like my physical goals or my like... You can stick on that. Whatever you want to talk about. Just because I, I talked about before that life isn't a set your destination. It's set your next checkpoint. You can't, you can't, it's not like a, a Garmin where you can type in, oh, in 80 years I want to be here. You have to go step by step. Yep. You have to go checkpoint by checkpoint. Absolutely. Um, so what's your next checkpoint in life? Where do you want to be? The next checkpoint for me is recreating the community and the momentum that we have in Dover um, at the Delaware beaches. So we have a club site here in Dover, like Zach mentioned, and we have an amazing community. We've helped so many airmen and so many individuals lose weight and feel great. Um, and it's great. But now we need to be the stand for change in, in southern Delaware. I know a great realtor, actually, who's going to get me a good spot down there pretty soon. <laughs> um, and that's that's the next checkpoint for business. Now, for my personal, like, 
physical goals, the next checkpoint is running an Ultra Beast next year, which is a 30-mile race that has to be completed in one day. So pretty much doing everything you did within two weeks all in, in one day. A day. And exactly. usually it's up and down a giant hill, like the one beast we did. Which right. Was... And I'm already not looking forward to it, but I'm, I won't start training for that until February. The so. beast was literally the hardest physical thing I've ever done in my yeah. life. And you have to do it two and a half times. Yeah. That... In a day. Yeah, that was for the so for the people listening, we did the beast, which was the the half marathon. The whole thing was up and down a ski lodge mm-hmm. course, so up and down hills, large hills, mountains, and there were literally people doing three laps of what we were doing, and we were dying. Yeah. I, I, I literally. We came to one obstacle, and I literally looked at you and said, "No, yep, I'm, not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this." Like it's it's, and you made me do it. But it's yeah, I, I that's an incredible goal. And when you reach that, we're gonna have to publicize that on what we yeah, do. Yeah, we, we'll revisit this. Um, but yeah, for those of you guys listening, um, really, if if health and nutrition is something you want to do in your best life, then then hit me up. Uh, I don't think Instagram. you can live your best life without it. My Instagram is um, Vogel24Fitness. Zach will put it in the comments section to this and um, our Facebook page for Discover Nutrition. And you don't have to live local. You don't have to live local. I, I coach people all around the country, and I'd be happy to help you live your best life through nutrition. And I want to thank Zach for having me on here. And uh, thank all you guys for listening into this podcast because this man right here, he motivates the hell out of me, and I know he's going to do it for you too.